0: is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix legions, and loyal servant to the true emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will figure out whether or not Lost is a good TV show in this life or the next. Hi, welcome to All the Best Podcasts Have Daddy Issues, a podcast about whether or not Lost is a good TV show. I'm your host Nolan Pavlich.
1: and I'm Emma May.
0: And this week we're talking about season two, episode eighteen, Dave. Emma, how's it going?
1: It's going good, and I gotta say, this is one of the better titles that we've had for an episode.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could have, it could be worse. Yeah. For sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I, I shudder to think of what joke title they would have given this one. Yeah. How, uh, how you feeling on on Dave?
1: I mean, like, we've already talked about some of the the Hurley stuff before with like
0: mm-hmm. food
1: and stuff like that. I think that they like try to give it a deeper meaning than
0: Yeah. Well you know. they they uh they do better with it than I would have thought yeah. if you had if you had said like, hey they're doing an episode that's gonna like talk about her why Hurley uh, still doesn't lose any weight. I would have said, "Oh boy, that's gonna suck." And mm-hmm. this is better than you would think, but it still is like not a hundred percent there.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's bad. I think it's like very middle of no. the road for me. How did yeah,
0: how did you feel about say, it? I would I, I would agree. Yeah. I, this episode, I remember not liking in previous watchthroughs, and I actually think maybe just because I'm paying more attention to it or whatever, but I ended up liking it a little bit more on this uh, on this watch. Uh, than I normally do. So, uh, but yeah, I, it, it's not like a, I, I think last week's episode was really fantastic, and this one is just kind of like, yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah. I do like that they're giving Hurley more depth, though. They like mm-hmm. that part.
0: Yeah, Jorge Garcia is a good actor. Um, Because Hurley's a tough character to pull off. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, as much as Sawyer is kind of like this like really unlikable guy um, who is just insanely likable because Josh Holloway is, mm-hmm. I, think. I, I, I think that uh, Hurley is, would be the most annoying character if Jorge Garcia wasn't playing him perfectly. Yeah. All the, like, little, you know, dude, that's just like Star Wars type stuff would be insufferable, mm-hmm. but he, he lands it pretty well for the most part. Uh, so, and and I like Hurley quite a lot, even, even with all that, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a good character, so, Mm -hmm. um, all right, well, let's, let's jump into this, uh, this episode aired April 5th, 2006, it was directed by Jack Bender and written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, who we have talked about before, we'll go on to create Once Upon a Time, and this episode starts on the beach. Uh, Hurley and Libby are power walking and Hurley kind of slows down uh, is clearly not um, having a great time and, you know, she, uh, she kind of tells him not to be hard on himself for not losing weight it's just that some people have a slower metabolism and he says, no, that's not it, I'm sick and he brings her to uh, his stash of food that he has and previously he was like dipping like a mango in ranch or something last time
1: yeah. um it's when we great. saw him with
0: sawyer and then this time he has like a full like pantry out in the uh, out in the jungle mm-hmm. so i guess they really wanted to explore this topic but yeah he brings her to his stash and she convinces him you know that hey you can let this go and again and i think i've you know we've said this multiple times on the podcast but i i just as a viewer i do not need an explanation for why he hasn't lost weight and it feels like they really want to hammer it home all the time. Yeah. Um, like that's not a mystery to me. If you just let the guy uh, who at the beginning of the show was fat stay fat throughout the show, I think that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't. I don't have like a unless he was like you know uh, kept in solitary confinement for five years and then we he comes out and it looks exactly the same. Maybe I have questions then. But like as of right now, I, I'm just not super concerned about it
1: no it's not Um, like uh this is an academy award-winning film where somebody might need to lose like 50 pounds in two weeks or whatever ridiculous thing people do yeah i
0: need to have him be christian bale no yeah (laughs) yeah i i just i don't know why i mean that feels it just feels like one of those things that people really stuck on to as a uh Like, oh, Hurley hasn't lost any weight on the show, even though it's been... Because, I mean, at this point, the show has been out for, what, like a year and a half. But on the island, they're only on, like, what, day 60? They're at maybe the two-month mark? Like, even if Hurley was, like, dieting perfectly and working out every single day for two months, he would not have lost that much weight like he wouldn't be like super skinny so i i just yeah it doesn't bother me
1: i wonder if this is one of those things where like everything i lost has to mean something you know so like the fact yeah. that like oh he hasn't lost weight, anyway. like what does it mean and the writers right. kind of fall into this trap of addressing some of that stuff when you can just tell people like hey it's tv like don't think about <laughs> yeah. it all that much i don't yeah.
0: know yeah you haven't we you haven't questioned the tarps yet, so yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna be super worried about this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think what it mostly is is like there's so much stuff like that that like they don't want to answer, so they're kind of just answering this over and over because it makes people think that they're getting answers. Sure. Yeah. Um, which is not something you know. I think if you're watching Lost specifically just to get answers, you're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, But yeah, uh, Hurley and Libby. Uh, Libby convinces him to kind of like let it go and they trash all the food. So once again, we see gallons of ranch uh, dip being just carelessly tossed aside. I don't know if you saw. I mean, you know, obviously that's just the way they had to shoot it or whatever. But he starts with the the ranch dressing, and when he uh, uh, when he dumps it out, he just gets a ton of it all up on his arm, mm-hmm. and then obviously in the next shot they don't have it there anymore. But I just remember seeing that, and being like, ah, oh, that is disgusting. Mm-hmm. That must have felt <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they hug, and there's they're kind of having like a nice moment here, um, and then all of a sudden Jin and Sun start running by along with a bunch of other extras uh, saying that. Uh, They're all going to see something that uh came onto the island and wouldn't you know it it's another pallet of food so everybody starts you know taking food out of the pallet out of the boxes charlie and sawyer are there people start fighting over food and so uh charlie suggests that hurley be in charge of it again but this time he refuses saying that no he's not going to do it and libby says yeah we can figure out how to divvy up the food, uh, which is fair. Yeah, uh, they should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. There's so um, much of
1: it. Like you, I know. it's It'll be okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> During all this confusion, Hurley sees um, a bald man in a bathrobe, who we will later learn to be Dave. Played
1: by none um, other than Howie Mandel.
0: Yeah. The, oh, really? I, I thought it was uh, Jeff Ross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, <laughs> I, I what's his name? I don't remember. He's he's in Sex in the City, right?
1: Yeah, his name, name is like Evan Handler. Um, okay, he was like uh, he has quite a few acting credits, but mostly HBO. Mm-hmm. Like he was in Californication too.
0: With David Duchovny, mm-hmm. so maybe I was right about uh, who Dave was. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously not. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show?
1: No, I I wanted yeah. to like it, but I could not get into it for the life of me.
0: Yeah. I like David Duchovny, but it feels like that show is was like came out when there was still a need for TV shows to like kinda of be softcore pornography. Right. Uh which is what that basically was. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, he uh he sees Dave through the crowd and then Dave takes off so Hurley uh chases after him. And then as he's running he falls and uh all he finds is a slipper that's left in the jungle. So he he goes back to the beach uh, sits on the beach with a slipper and uh, Libby comes up and tries to find out what's going wrong. Cause it seems like he was chasing after someone, uh, but he doesn't want to talk about
1: it. And then we get our first flashback and uh, the scene opens up in a therapist's office. Uh, the first shot is of an Island view, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting that pans down to Hugo, and I interchange Hugo and and Hurley a lot in my notes, so sorry if I go back and uh, forth there. But um, Hugo is looking really cagey as his therapist is asking him about how his diet is coming along. Um, The therapist is played by Bruce Davison, who... He has been acting with gray hair for decades. I have to give him props for that. Um,
0: Yeah. He has
1: an unbelievable amount of acting credits. He's at 282. Uh, Yeah. And he has been getting very steady work for decades. But I think I personally recognize him the most from X-Men. He was the sleazy senator uh, that dissolved in the ocean or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, And he
0: shows up naked on the beach or whatever. Yep. I Um,
1: forgot about that. mm -hmm.
0: I feel like he always plays something like that whenever he's in stuff. He's always like a guy in a suit. Yeah. uh, Who's uh, kind of a slime ball. Yeah. Uh, So this was a bit of a departure, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, But extremely recognizable uh, actor. Uh, Hugo says that he had a salad and a chicken breast for lunch. And um, the therapist asks about how his visit with his mom went. And he has a little bit of self-awareness when asked about her and says that she, you know, he's not mad at her anymore. She put him in this institution for a reason. Uh, And when the therapist presses about this, he says because of the accident, um, but Hurley isn't Mm -hmm. ready to open up about that just yet. So uh, we do find out though that he's been in the hospital for about two months at this point. the therapist lets him change the subject. He doesn't want to talk about it. And asks Hurley if he was able to do his homework assignment, which was to make a list of things that he likes about himself. And Hurley says that he didn't because no one else did. And the therapist asks him asks him what he means by this. He says that Dave didn't do it because Dave thought it was stupid. Uh, and starts kind of talking about his friend Dave. Um, the therapist says that... He's not Dave's doctor, but uh, Dave's not really being a great influence on Hugo, um, and they kind of have a back and forth about it. It's obviously a thorn for Hurley. Uh, in the next scene, Hurley walks onto a basketball court where the rest of the patients are playing basketball. I hated the scene so much. I'm sure it was meant really? to be like
0: I thought so funny. Super well. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I, would, like, I thought it was pretty indicative of what mental health issues are like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, did it, yeah. did anybody say anything about it at the time that it came out? Or was that just okay Corrupt to have on TV? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's just normal. I mean, yeah, there's... Um, it's always like that, right? Where it's like, everybody's just like, oh, yeah, every mental institution is just one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember House had a season where he's like stuck in a mental hospital, too. And it was something similar where you're just like, you watch it now and you're just like, ah, that, that's, that's wild that nobody even like took like one trip out to one. Yeah. To go see what it's like. Or and was it? just like, oh yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of people like curling their hands in a weird way and whispering under their breath. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's, that's all it is there. I mean, I'm sure there's some people like that. I don't know.
1: Ugh, just really got under my skin. The scene mm-hmm. um but dave is there and he is really heckling people all the patients as he's walking over to hurley uh, and asks them what's up um and if he wants to go to taco night and hurley kind of like slyly tells them that his therapist dr brooks thinks that he's a negative influence on him and dave gets really defensive uh he tells them not to let him get in his head and he tells them that he has more important things to think about uh, and brings the conversation to food.
0: I mean, I don't know. I kind of want to bring this up now. I think normally we kind of talk about the episodes as they happen, but I I do want to kind of bring this up now. Yeah. uh, Just because the episode kind of hinges on it and it's not like it's um, going forward. That's not like there's going to be like some big thing about Dave. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Dave is like a manifestation of Hurley's, like uh, need to punish himself, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, by continuing to eat unhealthily. I-, I do think that this is kind of well done. Like not well done, I suppose, but I don't know. It's 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 more nuanced than you would think uh, a show in two thousand and six would be about uh, somebody who's overweight. Yeah, and it it does it in a way that is it still makes sense for. Like, it's good character drama, and you could have this kind of character drama of Hurley being someone who, like, has these self-esteem issues that kind of force him to punish himself. You could have that kind of character drama without, like, the manifestation of a, uh, you know, a, a friend who isn't real. Mm-hmm. But it does it in a way that gels pretty well with how Lost has worked up until this point. yeah. So, I mean, we'll talk about it, obviously, but, like, every time Dave shows up... Like, when Dave shows up on the island, it's only when Hurley has just eaten something. Yeah. Except for that first time when it, he appears while everybody else is eating. Mm-hmm. And then, in the flashbacks, basically every flashback, he's trying to get Hurley to eat something. I don't know. I think it's 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 more nuanced than I would have thought it would be. Um I was kind. Of, I was just surprised on how much I I was like waiting for it to really like make me cringe, and it kind of didn't.
1: I think so too. Like I think that their dynamic is done really well.
0: Mm-hmm. I just
1: think that like the greater setting of the mental hospital, like, oh, yeah, really no, takes atrocious. me out of it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like especially yeah, these scenes. Yeah.
0: Like where they have the, I just like for a basketball game where it's like everybody's playing basketball like normal and then at the end the guy just sets the ball down it's like, okay, what what do you think's going on with these guys that right. causes that? Like what, what mental illness is this that you're trying to portray here, folks? Mm-hmm. Jack is examining Locke's leg in the hatch. Um, he can't tell whether or not it's broken, but he thinks there's like a hairline fracture and suggests that Locke use... He goes, oh, well, there's a wheelchair back at the camp. And Locke says, no, no, I'm not doing that. And so Kate offers to grab him some crutches uh, that they had. Um, which I guess, yeah, I guess they also had crutches on the plane. Mm-hmm. Seems like they wouldn't, but all right.
1: It would be uh, more believable if they just, like, jimmied them up. Like...
0: Yeah, Yeah. They're,
1: they're just, really good they at that. They
0: didn't need to... Yeah, they didn't <laughs> need to have crutches, like... You maybe needed to have a wheelchair, but Mm -hmm. like crutches, pretty easy to build. Um, I or comparatively, when you have a lot of time on an island, I should say. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, Locke refuses the wheelchair, so Kate goes to grab the crutches, and Locke, you know, kind of says to Jack, like, "Hey, I was stuck there, and and you know, Henry could have left me uh, to die, but he didn't." And Jack says, "Well, he thought his story was going to check out, so that's why." inside uh the gun closet Said is interrogating henry and uh at first henry says that they found the real henry gale like strung up with his neck broken from the the crash and he died on impact and so uh you know they found him like that and Said says oh well i guess you didn't check his body well enough so Said has gone one step further not only did they well i guess we already knew that they had opened up his wallet huh mm-hmm. because they had his id but uh, on a $20 bill, Henry had written a goodbye note to his love, um, uh, Jenny. And so, this, which is what uh, Henry had said his name, his wife's name was earlier on when they were interrogating him. Which means that Henry knew they had interrogated the real Henry at some point. Mm-hmm. Um I do wish that they had given his real name in this episode so I didn't have to keep switching between Henry's like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh but um uh yeah, Henry, uh the fake one says that he's scared of talking because of somebody, because of him. And at first they're like, "Oh, you mean the guy with the beard?" and he's like, "No, that guy's nobody. You know, you don't know what they're going to do to me." And Said goes to shoot him if he doesn't talk and he still doesn't talk, but Ana Lucia uh angles the gun up so that say doesn't kill him um Anna Lucia weirdly continuing to be the voice of reason in the uh, uh whether or not we torture this guy um but so I guess that's cool
1: also don't you find it interesting that he shot a gun and like everybody is acting like they're not deaf
0: yeah in, <laughs> like, inside that tiny yeah. closed pure concrete room right yeah yeah that's part of it. well Maybe we'll get a, a backstory uh, every few episodes as to why <laughs> guns don't work the same on the island. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, there's a one of the guns has a stash of silencers out in the uh, out in the jungle. Um, <laughs> uh, Charlie uh, brings Mister Echo the pallet that the food had come in on, which I got to say, this is like what you know, the same day that they found it all. So that's pretty efficient that they already got it mm-hmm. off there. And that was a lot of got food. Got pallet moved. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when they work together, they can do a really good job. Uh, he, brings, uh, he brings it to Echo because he knows Echo is building something. And he uh, joins in uh, to help, but Echo won't tell him what it is that he's building. Um, we've gotten, like, just a little bit of this over every, like, couple episodes or so of Echo doing something with, like, marking trees and clearing a space and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, Hurley is walking through the jungle, finds a box of goldfish in the jungle. Uh, Ooh, he crackers. looks at them. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Dharma fish crackers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know what's in there. You think it's those weird ones that are like, uh, shaped like dolphins, <laughs> whatever. Have you ever had those ones? No, I thought Three. that they
1: were maybe going to be oyster crackers, which oh, I felt like a fool. Good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: no. They uh, they they opened up a bag of Pepperidge Farm goldfish and threw that in this dharma box. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as he starts uh, chowing down, he sees Dave once again. Um, and Dave throws a coconut at him, uh, kind of just I guess to prove that he's real in some way. And then Dave runs off again, and Hurley runs out, sees Echo and Charlie, uh, but they didn't see, uh, <laughs> they didn't see Dave at all. I will say Hurley like asks about it, and Charlie gives like a real sarcastic response, and then echoes like, "Yeah, I clearly this guy's going through something, so I'm just gonna be nice here." We did not see anybody. Hurley. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: it's kind of interesting to see Charlie and uh, Mr. Echo hanging out.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad pair. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten them once. It's an, it's a better pairing when Charlie's not like lying nonstop.
1: And I feel like that pair almost makes more sense than like Charlie and Saeed or...
0: For sure. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. So we get to our second flashback and Pearlie is playing Connect Four with uh the patient who told him about the numbers in the first place, Leonard. Um mm-hmm. Dave is with them and of course mocking Leonard uh, for saying the magic numbers over and over again. Uh Hugo kind of tells them to take it easy and takes a bite out of the giant plate of celery that's between them. And yeah. Dave asks, whoa, what is that? Like, he just noticed that that should have been a giveaway to Hurley, that maybe this guy is going <laughs> to If yeah. he just noticed that. You know what that. I will
0: say, though, hmm. is uh, I'm on Dave's side on this one. Celery is not a snack. And if you're eating celery as a snack, you don't need that much.
1: Absolutely um, 100% what about celery with peanut butter though?
0: Oh yeah of course that's okay. great but then it's the celery is just a vehicle for peanut butter that's true at that point yeah like I might as well just throw a couple raisins in a jar and scoop them out mm-hmm. with uh, with a spoon
1: I agree I agree with that um hmm Uh he encourages Hugo to grab one of Leonard's graham crackers and also not take his meds that nurse Lazensby Lazenby, excuse me, drops off. Um Mm -hmm. Lazenby sounds like a made up name, so I did Google it to see if there's any significance. And
0: it's gotta be a reference to something, right? Like a George Lazenby movie or something.
1: I I just learned about George Lazenby after I googled it,
0: because um, oh,
1: sure. I thought it was like, oh, this has to be a made-up name based off of like Lazarus or something yeah. like that. Um, but nope. Then I found out about George Lazenby. so maybe it is a more popular name than I expect. But um, I
0: think if you're talking famous people with that name, I think that that's basically it. Yeah. I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head.
1: There is a city called Lazenby in England. Mm. But anyway. Um, it is a real name. It's been established. The writers didn't make it up. Um, hmm. I double checked. So uh
0: <laughs> Well, good. We gotta we gotta be on their you know, keep on their toes. Exactly.
1: Um Dr. Brooks walks by. Um Just as uh, Hugo and Dave are debating whether or not uh, Hugo should take his meds and kind of asks Hurley what he's thinking about. And Hurley says that he's just hanging out with Dave and Dr. Brooks acknowledges Dave, which I think this part is so cruel, but I also kind of get it. Like maybe at least he's taking the picture or whatever, but I just, I don't know that a therapist would really do something like this in real life.
0: No. To humor him like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I guess maybe you need to have something where you got to have proof.
1: But then be Uh, like, let me take a picture of you and Leonard. Or like, I don't know, let me take a picture of you playing Connect Four or something. I don't know, like just
0: Mm -hmm.
1: eh, playing into it like that I thought was kind of cool. Um,
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: But they, of course, get extra, Dave and Hugo get extra close together and Hugo puts his arm around him and uh dr brooks takes a picture with the polaroid camera that he has and walks away um as he is walking away hurley opens his mouth and shows that he did not take his meds at all
0: yeah which yeah that's also maybe a little bit a little bit concerning uh uh whenever you have somebody uh who is like telling you hey don't take your meds maybe you gotta kind of question whether or not uh yeah, uh, that person's real. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Hurley goes to Sawyer to ask for uh, clonazepam. Uh, Sawyer kind of makes fun of him after he opens up about seeing Dave, um, because Hurley thinks that it's a uh, hallucination. And so uh, Hurley tackles him and fights him. And I got to say, I, this scene pretty funny. This this is good. It was he satisfying. Gets in the fight. Yeah, he he basically he tackles Sawyer into his tent, so they're covered in, of course, a big old tarp. the 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 choreography of the fight is such that they're wrapped up in these tarps the whole time, and Sawyer keeps trying to claw his way out, and then Hurley pulls him back in and starts beating on him again. Um, it's basically like the same uh, as a. It's framed in the same way that like a Looney Tunes fight would be, where it's like a bunch of dust. As in where you see, like, a bomb and, a, you know, mm-hmm. a big mallet or whatever coming out at different points. The original um, cut uh, has,
1: like, circus music playing over yes. it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And when uh, when uh, when Sawyer gets out, all of his teeth are piano keys <laughs> yeah. when he, he does a big smile. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, pretty good. And then finally, uh, they get the tarp off and hurley is on top of sawyer just uh punching him over and over and screaming out all the insulting nicknames that sawyer has given him over his time on the island and i i do like everybody just kind of watches it for a bit until uh till he Jin finally stops hurley mm-hmm. but like you know everyone knows i think even the audience knows like yeah, Sawyer had this coming. Like, I, I don't even know how Sawyer can really be that mad about it. Like, mm-hmm. You have to know if you're provoking people like this, this is going to happen at some point. Uh, but yeah, Sawyer calls him crazy and Hurley says, you know, I'm not crazy. And we get a little scene of uh, Kate teasing Sawyer about it, about how bad he got beat up. Um, as Sawyer tries to uh, 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 remake his tent as well. <clears throat> uh, Libby goes to find Hurley. And tries to talk with him about everything that happened because she heard about the fight. Uh, but he doesn't want to talk about it. He kind of refuses to talk to her. And um, he's packing up his bag with a big jar of peanut butter in it because he's going to the, move to the caves to become a hermit. Um, or as he says, one of those guys that lives alone and is naked and throws duty at people. I, I, I gotta say, maybe that's my edit to this episode. Maybe you just don't. Don't include uh, Hurley saying the word duty as he's having a uh, mental breakdown. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But yeah, as he's headed there, uh, his backpack splits and uh, rips apart. So uh, the uh, big jar of peanut butter breaks open. He gets down, grabs a leaf, and starts scooping it back into the container. But then he takes a big bite of it. And as he does, uh, Dave appears.
1: And we move into our third flashback. Uh, Hurley is with Dr. Brooks and he's listing off the things that he likes about himself. So he at least did the homework assignment. Um, But they're not really things about himself. They're things like what he likes to do with his family. And um, then, of course, he mentions food. And uh, Dr. Brooks asks him if it was hard to write that list and Hurley deflects and says that, um, you know, it was difficult to write because he couldn't spell everything, you know, which mm-hmm. is uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but Dr. Brooks points out <laughs> that he didn't say anything about the way that he looks and asks if he is comfortable with his appearance, uh, which I feel like this is another thing that a therapist like wouldn't really, I mean, I guess he's kind of leading him to talk about yeah. the, the accident here, but I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm going to stop, I, like, I, putting holes in therapy sessions that are in lost. I'm really going to try. Right. Um, so. Yeah, it
0: doesn't seem like they're super committed to making them all that realistic. Yeah. Although, I mean, you could probably say, right, that, like, before he confronts Hurley about Dave, that maybe he wants to, like, start opening up about his, like, you know self-hatred yeah. type thing mm-hmm. um, so maybe that's what's going on
1: for sure just bringing up his appearance uh kind of gets uh to crumble and he says that if he wasn't so fat that they never would have died um and Dr Brooks says that uh you know there's an accident that we know um but Dr Brooks kind of goes on to Uh, talk about how um, there were 23 people on that deck, Hurley, and it was only built to hold eight. So we get kind of our numbers again. Um, And it would have killed them no matter what. Um, It turns out that uh, Hurley was the last person to step on the deck and that made it to, uh, that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, so they say. Uh, And two people died. He was nearly catatonic uh after the accident he barely slept uh didn't talk to anyone or do anything but he didn't stop eating because that's how he punishes punishes himself just calling this out uh really upsets really and gets him on the defensive and he says that mm-hmm. dave is right about dr brooks that he's nothing but a quack and um then dr brooks gets up and shows him the picture um that he took and it's, of course, just Hurley with a giant plate of celery with his arm around nothing um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, tells breaks the news that Dave doesn't really exist, um, which uh, is really upsetting for him, of course. In the next scene, Hugo is asleep and Dave wakes him up and Hurley tells him that, you know, he's not real, that he is in his imagination. So Dave slaps him um which convinces hurley that he is real and in the moment at least and he tells dave about the picture um and then dave tells him like ever heard of kinkos or photoshop i forgot all about kinkos oh yeah completely
0: yeah we we have one or we had one over like right by my house for a while and then one day i went over to it um to ship something uh and it was a fedex now (laughs) Uh, it just got fully. I don't know if they got fully bought out or what, but yeah.
1: Maybe can you even Photoshop stuff at Kinko's though, or like print things off that don't? I guess I've never I used. I mean, you could Kinko you Snow. could
0: edit photos, right? Like if you if if the doctor had taken another picture later of you know nothing uh, there, maybe he could have edited the pictures together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, uh, I don't know how the, the photo doctoring works exactly, but... What what was it? Oh, me and my dad just watched um, a movie, Blood Simple, okay. uh, by the Coen Brothers. We're going through all the Coen Brothers, like, filmography. Yes. Nice. And we, that's their first one. And there's, like, a whole plot point about how a guy doctors up some photos. And we as he was showing the photos we were like wow that must be real because it's not like they were photoshopping back in the 80s mm-hmm. uh but then uh, he did so clearly somebody was able to i don't know how they were doing it though well
1: i guess it's a thing so why yeah. not bring up kinkos that's fine
0: i gotta say in terms of pictures i think have been doctored a polaroid is on the bottom of that yeah <laughs> like I, I don't think i'm falling for it. you know i think if a if a polaroid's been doctored i know about it
1: yeah mm-hmm hugo does kind of buy it and uh lets dave convince them that they should escape of course as they're walking out they see half eaten lasagna and dave encourages curly to eat it um Mm -hmm. they get to the window of the rec room and pass where he was playing connect four with leonard um and uh dave tells them to open up the window with the keys that he snatched from Dr. Brooks' office. He opens up the window and Dave jumps out, but he's talking about food the entire time, um, which makes Mm -hmm. uh, Hugo pause and say that he can't do it. Um, He can't leave the facility with Dave because Dave isn't real. Um, Dave wants him to leave and eat food with him because Hurley wants to leave and eat food. That's his desire. Um, so he confronts Dave about it and, uh, confronts him about not wanting him to change for the better. Um, Dave says that if Hurley doesn't come with him right now, then Hurley will never get out of the facility and then he, Hugo locks him out of the building and stays inside.
0: I do want to say, I don't know, I hate the collapsing deck, um, thing, the accident. That feels so... It feels like a punchline. Yeah. Um, like, it just feels so silly. Like, don't you get it? All these people were out on this deck, and then I stood out, and then the deck collapsed, and I survived. Um, like, that That feels like a, like, 30-rock joke that somebody would have as a backstory. Yeah. I, the, um... I don't know what they could have done to cause... I mean, I don't feel like they needed to have Hurley do something where he where he killed somebody to make him have any kind of breakdown to get into a mental institution. Like, I think it could have just been... I don't know. I think there's other stuff they could have done that uh, would have not sounded so silly.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I wish that they hadn't, um, like, tied it so closely to yeah. wait. Like, there's so much other stuff going on in the episode. Like... It really doesn't yeah. have to derive from his weight. Like, it's, it, right. it was probably a, a problem that was already there. And then something happened and it just grew.
0: Right. Well, and up until this episode, uh, why was Hurley in a mental institution was a genuine, like, question we had. And now it's just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess this, like, weird reason is why. Mm -hmm. which you know i guess this is a spoiler here but not not really there there there's never a flashback where we see this incident because i think they kind of know it would feel very silly to film yeah um and it kind of becomes a joke over the court like there was a fan discourse where people kept like saying like hey when are we gonna see this and finally the uh, uh damon lindelof and carlton cues were like making fun of it Mm. On the official Lost podcast, like, oh, yeah, season five is going to be all about the deck collapsing, guys. Like, obviously, we're not going to actually, like, you don't need to see it. Yeah. Um, And I I agree that we don't need to see it. And I think the the fact that we don't need to see it maybe means that it should have been something different.
1: (laughs) I think what would have maybe made it more interesting is, like, I don't know, like, seeing Hurley snap at Sawyer. You know, yeah. like if it had been like oh, this nice guy kinda like snapped, maybe they he could have been in the same anger management circle as Locke and Ooh, Helen there we go. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's gonna be my fanfic mm-hmm. for Lost.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Get ready guys. Um, yeah. Hen- Helen and Hurley are gonna have some episodes <laughs> uh, coming up. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, back on the island, uh you know, Hurley is finally there with Dave, uh, he gives him his slipper back and, uh, Dave basic, you know, takes a long and winding route to get there, but tells him that he's in a coma and never let them, never left the mental hospital. And he brings up like, oh, what happened after you left? You, uh, uh, you, you won the lottery using the numbers from Leonard. And, um, where else did you see the numbers on the hatch and the code to the the hatches, the numbers— isn't that crazy? All this like improbable stuff that's going on. And uh, Dave basically says, like, "Yeah, I'm the part of you that wants to wake up." And um, here's how we're gonna do it. He brings Hurley to a cliff and says, like, "You have to kill yourself in this dream in order to wake up in real life, in order to like, you know, show your mind that you're rejecting it." And then um, Dave says, "I'll see you in another life." And then jumps off the edge of the cliff. Yeah, I... What do you think about this plot point?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: I will say the website... Or the website. The the wiki. I, it has this uh, to say... Um, ABC executives rejected the original draft for this episode. Arguing the idea that the story could be all in Hurley's head that it offered an explanation for the show as a whole. Um, basically saying, like, yeah, it, you know, if this is all in Hurley's head, then none of the other stuff matters. And I gotta say, I agree. Like, it kind of makes you think, like, yeah, the the show definitely isn't in Hurley's head, right? Like, we as an audience already know that. Mm-hmm. So it's just Hurley that has to be convinced. But then it's not super convincing that Hurley gets convinced, yeah. Like, why would... It, like, Libby comes up and is like... Well, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But it, it just... I, I don't really buy that Hurley sees something that makes him realize it's all real in the five minutes left of this episode. Yeah. And it, if it was all in Hurley's head, it would be pretty unsatisfying. And just... We know that it's not because all the other characters have had flashbacks and all that stuff.
1: But, so like, like, let's commit... Like you need to commit suicide now, thing. It's just another thing of mental health where I'm like, really, like, yeah. It would have been yeah. more interesting to me if um, they did something more like Jack and Christian. Like maybe Dave is this recurring like figment of uh, sure you know Hurley's past that keeps coming up. I feel like that would have been more compelling. But just that quick like oh yeah, is he going to kill himself or not? Like, I don't, I don't know. That didn't really hurt me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People typically don't kill themselves because they think they're like, you know, leaving the Matrix.
1: Yeah, right.
0: That's such a, that's such a silly way to deal with suicide. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, That, yeah, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily hate it, but I just don't. This is where this episode kind of starts to not click for me Mm -hmm. with all the Hurley stuff, at least. Yeah. Um, I was kind of on board up until this point. but uh, Back in the hatch, Locke wants to talk to Henry. Um, Anna Lucia uh, kind of says no, but then she does let him in. Uh, he asks Henry what his real name is, but Henry says, why don't you just keep calling me this? Locke makes some mention of, like, okay, we're God knows where on this island. Or no, you, you and your people have been on this island for God knows how long. And Henry makes a big thing of God doesn't know god doesn't see anything that happens on this island um so i wanted to bring up now like a pretty you know and i'm sure as a viewer even if you haven't watched the show and you're just at this point in the show you've you've probably had the thought of like oh these guys actually all did die in the plane crash Mm -hmm. um and uh and you know whatever this island is is their like purgatory essentially I don't know, my personal opinion with Lost, and this is a, uh, maybe this is spoilery here, so I apologize if it is, but my personal opinion with Lost is that that was supposed to be what the show was about, and then too many people guessed it. Mm. Um, and it's possible that that's not true, right? Like, the the idea that they had been building towards that as, like, a red herring is not unbelievable to me. Like I could totally see them wanting to set that up, but it just like it it keeps the way that they keep bringing it up doesn't make me think that it's like supposed to be something on our minds. It thinks it the way that they bring this kind of thing up, where it's like, oh, God doesn't see us here, or you know, just other certain things of like like the the radio when uh, when Boone uh, gets to the plane. Mm -hmm. and you know Mm -hmm. he he hears there were no survivors of oceanic 815 like that kind of thing makes me think that they weren't real they were trying to like these were supposed to be the things that like when we looked back on the show we could say ah yes they were hinting at it the whole time but maybe they were just better about it but i don't know what do you think about that
1: i so i have not seen the show for a long time and mm-hmm. just like watching through it now that does feel like i mean that's like good tv for me i don't know that i need yeah. it to be more than that but i think that it's mm-hmm. an interesting and very plausible theory that they were writing it like that and then they're like oh my god we showed way too much for our hand like now what are we gonna do because that seems like yeah. kind of a recurring theme for the lost writers which of course it's a really <laughs> yeah. good show but i kind of feel like they're building the plane as they go sometimes. like Yes. Uh, so I, sure. I can see it. But if it's purgatory, if that's like what the writers intended, that is still good TV to me.
0: Yeah. I don't think that that's, that has to be unsatisfying, right? Mm-hmm. Like a group of people like working through their issues, right? Like the, the husband and wife who couldn't connect to each other now, all of a sudden, like, you know, uh, growing together again, like that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. that still is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, to me, this is the most explicit thing we've seen so far. So I just wanted to bring it up here. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get other stuff. And eventually, eventually, when they, like, firmly decide, like, oh, no, that's not what it is. We'll get more and more mentions where, like, they're going to start calling it out, I think, as a red herring. But, um, yeah. It would be interesting
1: uh, to know. Um, yes, I'm going to bring up Twin Peaks again. It'd be interesting mm-hmm. to know, like how uh much pressure the team was getting from the studio execs to like drop little hints or um be more explicit in the mystery behind it because i think in the first season it was just so cool that like you you really couldn't make sense of a lot of the stuff that was happening and now that we're Mm kind of getting into the second season like i do it's great that you're kind of able to weave more of the fabric of the show, but I don't, I like TV where I don't know what's going on at the time too, you know? So I kind of yeah. wonder what was going on behind the scenes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have to imagine that they were getting notes about, I don't know. Cause I don't think that they had to get, I, I, at least, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't work in TV, so I guess who knows, but to me, I don't think that the the writers necessarily had to give, like, a big explanation to the executives, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, I, I think that they just kind of had to do it as on an episode-by-episode basis, which is why any time they needed to change stuff, they could. Sure. Um, which, yeah, leads to that feeling of building the plane as they're uh, flying it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just something to uh, think about, and I think maybe we'll end up calling it out more a little bit as we, as we uh, see more references to it later on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, the final thing Henry says to Locke is that when he was in the hatch room, he didn't ever enter the numbers. Um, he, expl- he He basically says everything we've already seen about what happens when they don't push the numbers on time, and then he says, but I never put them in at all. And eventually the clock just reset. And Locke calls him a liar and he says, no, I'm, I'm done lying now.
1: I don't know if I um, trust him. If it's me and I'm yeah. Locke, I don't trust him. <laughs> he,
0: yeah, I think I he's messing with me. So, yeah. I maybe think about all of the times up until this point that he's like clearly been driving a wedge between me and Jack. <laughs> um, and I think, hmm, wonder if he's doing that now. Yeah. <laughs> Libby catches up to Hurley, who's just kind of standing on the cliff. Uh, he, she tries to talk him down, but he kind of just repeats stuff that Dave had said about, like, all this crazy stuff that's been going on, and then says, you know, in real life, a girl like her wouldn't be interested in someone like him, um, and, you know, he says, you remember I thought I knew you from somewhere, well, I, it's because I made you up, and so Libby asks him about the guy whose leg was broken on the other side of the island and Hurley can't answer it because... You know, he uh, he wasn't there, obviously. And so she says, yeah, I'm a real person. It's insulting that you're saying that I'm just a figment of your imagination. Um, and then she kisses him, and I guess all of this is able to convince him to step down. But I, to me, again, like, if you're questioning your reality so much that you're just considering jumping off a cliff, I think you need more than... Somebody who you already think is a manifestation of you, like, wanting to have a pretty girl be interested in you, Mm -hmm. having that person come up and kiss you, I don't think convinces you. No. Right? Like, it just seems, I don't know, I I just don't buy that Hurley gets convinced off the ledge.
1: And even if he is convinced, like, if I were Hurley, I would think, like, oh my god, did she just do that because that was the only way to get me off of the ledge? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I that don't too. Know. Yeah, and Not also,
0: great. I mean, how how do you feel about Libby and Hurley uh, as a couple?
1: I I think that they have like okay chemistry, but mm-hmm. I don't think that they have like great chemistry. It just I, they, I don't it know. feels
0: like they have. Uh, and I mean, maybe just considering what Hurley's mom is like on the show, maybe this is intentional, but. It feels like they have, like, mom-son in it Yeah. Too. Like, she feels like his parent a lot more than his, like, love interest.
1: Yeah. Or, like, his therapist, uh, honestly. Like, yeah, or his, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah, true. Uh, which I guess she is a counselor, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, she uh, she tells him that he's capable of change, and then that's where we end them on the island.
1: And then we go back to when Dr. Brooks was originally taking the picture of Hurley with his hand around thin air and the camera pans over to Libby Mm -hmm. getting her meds from Nurse Mm -hmm. Lans B.
0: Yep. I Uh, thought for sure
1: that Libby was like a nurse or
0: something. (laughs) Oh,
1: sure. At the hospital? Yeah, at the hospital or like um, like we would go to visit a patient or something like that but i yeah feel very foolish of course she was a patient that's a good reveal that's a
0: pretty good i think that is a good reveal yeah. i think because it kind of sucker punches you with the reveal because dave being a figment of his imagination is such an obvious one mm-hmm. that you're you've kind of just been waiting for that bomb to drop the whole episode and then when it finally does you're like ah I've seen the twist now, and then you you haven't. Kind of like the same thing with, uh, with uh, at the end of the episode, all of a sudden finding out that Henry actually is one mm-hmm. of the others. Yeah. Where like you kind of think you've seen it, and then you realize you haven't. But yeah, it's um, um, it's interesting for sure. The uh, we'll we'll have to see. I do like that. It she's just kind of like disheveled or whatever. Like she's a, she's at least not one of the people who's like. Uh, whispering under her breath. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's good. Um, um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. So this one came in at number 88 on the IMDb list, um, which is lower than I would have thought, but probably about where I would put this one. Yeah, same here. I think I maybe would have bumped it up into the 70s or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, next week uh, we will be talking... About S.O.S., which is the very first uh, Rose and Bernard episode.
1: Yes!
0: Yeah, finally. Uh, we got there. I've been looking forward to this ever since we got Bernard back, and I kind of forgot that it took us until 19 episodes into this season to do it. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, until then, if um, if uh, if you can, if you could go to you know, Apple podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. And uh, just give us a little review. Um, Emma, how many stars do you think? They give, us, give
1: us, you know, a quick five stars.
0: Yeah. we stars. love that. Mm-hmm. One for uh, every person who didn't know how to play basketball on the <laughs> team. Um, you can also tweet at us all the best pods uh, at all the best pods um, or uh, email us all the best podcasts at gmail.com. Um, and until uh, next week, get, get lost. lost.